wrestling fans of all ages, shapes, sizes, genders, and everything in between. It is time to go to war and be the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to the revolution. Buzz, buzz, guys. My name is Kate Murphy. What's going on, everybody? This is Will Tarashuk, the founder of the Kings of the Rings podcast. What's going on, guys? It is I, the one and only Quiet Riot himself, Zach, your host of the Young Lions Perspective. What's up, guys? This is the Monday Night Delight. Greetings, one and all. This is your Prime Minister speaking, your favorite Canadian, Mr. Fret. Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Nate the F and Great from the Game Changer podcast. If you're looking for a network that keeps wrestling real, then you've come to the right place because you're listening to you are listening to you are listening to you are listening then you are listening. Get ready for a war because you're listening to what is going on, everybody. This is King Ricky Rose, your general manager, and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. Now enjoy the show. Are you ready? Alright, did anybody actually think Payback was going to be that good? Because I totally did not see that coming. That should have been the tagline, you didn't see it coming. Because Payback, I thought, was absolutely phenomenal. And the other thing that I didn't see coming was that actually All Out is this weekend. Ooh boy, alright, so we have some stuff to talk about, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kings of the Rings Podcast, episode number 211, A Dangerous Alliance. We are a dangerous alliance known as KOTR underscore podcast. Find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Like, share, subscribe. Listen to us each and every week on WrestleAddict Radio as a part of WrestleAddict Radio and follow WrestleAddict Radio at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter, WrestleAddict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. We are found wherever you get all of your podcasts, gloriness and needs. And so you should listen to us because we come out with shows even at the last minute, kind of like this one is right now. We're going to break the fourth wall a little bit. Again, folks, it's King Ricky Rose. Find me at Ambassador Biggs. And with me, as always, my dangerous partner in crime, even though we haven't traveled. It's almost been a year since we traveled to Chicago for like 10 hours at night. Mr. Will Tarasov. It was 12 hours, 13 hours if I was driving slow. And uh, Ricky, I was going to move my car today. I noticed your hat is still in my car. So I gotta, I gotta give that back to you. Oh, <laughs> I also noticed that I still haven't sent you that picture from where we were at the, yep, uh, at yep. the Sears so Tower. We're each holding each other hostage. Um, this like, just like, <laughs> re- just like retribution. But uh, I'm Will Tarasik, T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K, the partner in crime, if you will. Um, I wasn't so hot on uh, Payback, but I guess it's going to be another one of those shows where me and Ricky disagree. Surprise, surprise. But I'm excited. Um, yeah, Ricky, I hope, I hope that Fatal 4-Way is worth it. So recording and editing on the same day. Like, I don't have two jobs to do already. But Kate Murphy, enough of my complaining. How are you doing, my best friend in the world? I love you so much. Um, I'm doing great. My daddies are both champion at the same time, something that I didn't process until today. So it's been very emotional. Roman Reigns is champion and he's a heel and he's got new teeth and Jeff Hardy's the champion and it's so great. And You know, you won't let this whole teeth thing go, will you? Bro, they're new. Their new teeth. And did you see on Twitter he's also talking about shoving things down his throat? I like when I saw that tweet, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, wow, Kate must be just like over 
come with joy. That's going to sound weird when you listen to it back. Uh, but That's, yeah, I thought you were really excited. The word's appropriate. Yeah, I was in the middle of doing schoolwork and then I was leisurely scrolling upon Twitter and I, I yelled and threw my phone. <laughs> but you can find me yelling and throwing my phone and making stupid faces across all social media platforms at the Kate Murphy. Honestly, that's one of the best videos I've ever seen on Twitter. <laughs> I'm it was so, so good. Mad. Don't be mad. You're you're like about to become like a C-list celebrity. Eh, I did make WWE's Instagram though. That was fun. Wait, when? Twice on Saturday. Oh, because you were in the Thunderdome. I was in the Thunderdome on Friday, and you informed me of the first sighting, and then Slack. Shout out to Slack. Um, mm. He found me later in the day during um, the Braun Strowman segment. And I was, he was looking, looking distressed. For yeah, he was trying to find those hands. Yeah. But, like, it's just, it's weird. It's, it's weird. a lot of stuff that is weird. It's been but a weird a lot week. of good stuff. It's been a weird week. It's been a great week, in my opinion, of wrestling, at least. Um, not good for my wallet. I've lost some money. But it's all going to be a great investment. In the future. But I thought wrestling was good. Roman Reigns is champion again in Prey Wide. Oh, man. Talk about transitional. Um, yeah, I'm a little bummed. It was good. I'm a little I'm a little I bummed, liked it. but uh, I understand what they're doing. I'm, I'm, try I'm trying not to play the it's good, but they could have done a better game because that's just not fair. Um, but yeah, Roman Reigns, I am all for it. And Bray doesn't need a belt. He doesn't need it. No. I like Bray without a belt better anyway. So like, I'm not mad about this at all. It's just it's it's so good. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, Bray with the belt is very uh, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose ish. Mm -hmm. Like it just fizzles really quickly. Although he's a three time champion, Bray Wyatt that is, that happened out of nowhere. Oh yeah, that's right. He is. Mm hmm. So, so good for him, but uh, I mean, I was very surprised that Payback, like, I was like, ah, oh, we're going to throw this pay-per-view away, but I mean, it was, uh, there were so many things with Payback, obviously Roman winning in such a heelish fashion, which I thought was beautiful, waiting till the last minute to actually sign the contract, waiting for a ring to implode, yeah. and then showing up and then spearing somebody in like a weird ring. That was very well done with the whole, um, like, Braun attacking him before the bell. So it was very believable. Like, in, yeah. in kayfabe, it made sense. Which is good. Yeah. My favorite part about that, I don't know if you saw Kate or Will. Um, did you see little Nate try to sell him getting flipped over, but he was too far away, yeah. so he had to jump <laughs> into the rope? He had to jump backwards, and he still couldn't get over, so he had to <laughs> propel himself out of the ring. Oh, my, there's smoke everywhere. Oh, absolutely fantastic. Um, so, Roman's there. He's he's uh, he's Paul Heyman's client, and I was like, okay, it's going to be weird when Brock comes back, but turns out Brock's not coming back. Yeah, Brock's and, uh, uh, taking a permanent vacation. Yeah, he's a this bit of a free a agent. This is such a good week for me. <laughs> Daddy's champ. Brock's gone. Here for it. Listen, 
a lot of people give Brock a lot of slack. I've been enjoying um, broccoli no though too. It's just it's still just a nice little add on to the week. Listen, there is nothing wrong with Brock Lesnar and this run. He did what he was supposed to do. He's a draw. He drew. He got what you needed out of him. He did his job perfectly well. He added a little bit of dance skills with a boombox. Best version of Brock I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he made you no know, tens of millions of dollars. Now he wants to go probably fight in UFC again. He's not going to AEW. Tell you that right now. Yeah, I, I highly I can't doubt that. People w- why would people want that? Like, I keep seeing, oh, he's going to AEW. Why do you want that? Why do you want everyone to go to AEW? Yeah, and so, like, why do you want all these ex-WWE people to go to AEW, and then you're going to bitch about ex-WWE people crowding AEW when that's what you guys wanted? <laughs> when that's when they're, when they're doing that already. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, I love the pettiness of wrestling fans. Yeah, it's, oh my god. I saw a tweet before we started this show, uh, and it, it summed up my feelings perfectly. And he was like, listen, WWE doesn't listen to its fans because fans don't know what they want. Oh yeah, 100%. Preach. It's the truest thing I've ever seen. It's absolutely true. So you just throw some shit into the television screen and you figure out what works. I feel like most of it, they're, they're, their predisposition is not to like it anyway. There's... No matter what you do, they 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 watch it not wanting to like it. Because it's yeah. trendy to not like WWE. This is yeah. this is true. And, and I know many a wrestling fan that think they're the shit because they only like AEW or the independents. And like yeah. that's foolish. It's like Just, a stag. Like, it's like it's like owning a Prius. Oh my god. <laughs> Thanks. I've ridden in Prius. They're so small. It's like it's uncomfortable to ride in a Prius. I get it, you're saving gas, but Get a, nah, get, a, get a Tesla like an adult. I dated somebody that drove a Prius. <laughs> it was, it looked like a spaceship. No, spaceships look a lot cooler. Well, this that. was in like 2009 when like the Prius was like newish and like it looked fancy and like I had like beater cars and shit. So mm-hmm. comparatively, it was a spaceship. I yeah, I I guess so. It it yeah, uh, but payback as a whole. I thought it was fantastic. My favorite moment of payback, and I'll talk about this forever, even though, and I have to say this because I have to be on brand, even though I hate the fact that Sasha lost again on another title defense, and I think it's absolute bullshit. In the lo- However, that double submission oh my God. by Shayna Baszler was beautiful. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. It, it was, was amazing. Perfect. I've never seen anything like that. I never want to see anything like that again. I am sold with Shanna Baszler now. Yeah, she lived up to the submission magician. Like, that's all she had to do. She never pulled that off in NXT. Like, that's a takeover move that she pulled. Mama That she's Mia. never done before. And just the subtleties in that story. Not with Shayna and Nia and Sasha and Bay. Like, the whole match is great. They put on a fantastic tag team match. It was really good for tag team wrestling and multi and like more than two people wrestling in a ring together this week. It was really good for all of that. But the the clever storytelling of Shayna forcing Sasha to choke out Bailey and Bailey tapping like a little bitch. Did they both? Did they lose. both tap? No. Just Sasha Bailey. looked like she was gonna tap. Shayna grabbed her arm and put it around Bailey's neck. Mm. 
Yeah. And Bailey great finish. Tapped. Very clever finish. Um, it was it was kind of it's like I wish it was drawn out a little more. Like I know uh, WWE has been doing a very good job at building the Sasha the Sasha Bailey story. They're taking their time, which is exactly what they need to do. But for this chapter, like if Payback was in a few weeks from now and they built up like uh, Shayna and uh, Nia as a team a little more, I think it would have been a little bit better. Yeah, they're yeah. playing that game again. But <laughs> you know, this I guess for story progression, it's interesting to see where Sasha and Bailey are going eventually and when they're actually gonna tie up. Yeah, it's cool because the it's just it's all the subtle shade. Like it was Sasha, like pretty much like have like she had eyes of fire looking at Bailey at the end of the match. It was when like Sasha would like like very, very cleverly like look at the belt. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then just like look back at the camera, but look at the belt again. Little subtleties. It was just all. Yeah. yeah. It was ah, oh, it's those little subtleties is going to make that story great. Uh, other things in payback that were really good, or actually just WWE in a sense, as we are going to go to All Out because All Out is this weekend, and we are going to talk about a lot of things relating to AEW, including a, a PWI, which I have some words about um, about that ranking system. But uh, other things that I found clever, um, especially with that, with uh, with the Strowman, Bray, and Alexa thing. Bliss wasn't involved in any of those last two matches in the last pay-per-views. But she's clearly going through a giant character change. Yeah. I'm it's... liking what they're doing with her hair and how her hair is changing. And that's, like, mm-hmm. the biggest, like, giveaway. Oh, yeah, how she keeps on getting more dreads? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know what they're doing, if what, I if I know what, my comic uh, books correctly. Uh Go for it, because what is she doing? Like, I like what she's doing. Like, she's kind of just kind of flipping on a like, flipping on a T and kind of like, ah, blah, 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 right? Like, <laughs> um, but like, what's what's the long play for this, uh, sir? Psychologist Ricky Rose, PhD. MMA. It's not even psychology. In a sense, it's not really psychology. I mean, the story is about psychology, but it's more so they are emulating the story. I'm gonna go real nerd here and real like DC Comics. We're doing Harley Quinn and Joker. If anybody knows the story of Harley Quinn, when Joker was in Arkham Asylum, uh, Harleen Quinzel was the uh, was the uh, psychologist or psychiatrist actually assigned to Joker. She breaks the cardinal rule of any sort of therapy and falls in love with her client, and then she starts to be uh, have like literally fall in love with him and be allured by the Joker, and then she helps the Joker escaped from Arkham Asylum and then she goes under the name of Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn and, and the think, Joker is my favorite of all time. So like, you're, and I you're think that's what me. they're doing. I think that's exactly what they're doing. You have Bray being this kind of psychotic Joker like character. Um, and then you have, you know, the, the nice little Alexa bliss, you know, girl next door, cute blonde who gets, entangled i don't want to call it an entanglement um but she is dating ryan cabrera so maybe it's an entanglement with uh with bray wyatt and she falls for him kind of a very stockholm syndrome prisoner's dilemma type deal and at some point her and bray are going to get back together and be kind of like this unholy alliance and she's going to turn on nikki we all think nikki's going to go crazy but they're going to make nikki the baby face Mm -hmm. 
Well, it makes sense because remember her gimmick for a while was like kind of stylistically very Harley Quinn, like especially like with like the pigtails and like the suicide yeah. squad. Yeah, colors. she she dressed up as Harley Quinn multiple times, like uh, yeah. for for pay per views. And I mean, she's she looks like a like huge Disney. Yeah, she does. She's also a huge Disney person. The story is also very reminiscent of Beauty and the Beast. If you really want to break it down that way too. Okay. Tales all this time. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. So this, Break it down, this Kate. could also be a Beauty and the Beast kind of situation because same situation, the, the Beast has her in captivity. She falls in love with the Beast. A lot of people consider this a Stockholm Syndrome story. It is. And true love saves the castle and all that shit. So, Or makes you go fucking crazy. Yes. So we shall see. It'll be Beauty and the Beast when I get a dancing French candelabra. Sammy yeah, Zane. right? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell oh yes, God. Kate. You mean Che Guevara, known as Sammy Zane? Holy crap. Right? Look at that that beard. I love it. I hope WWE producers saw me in the Thunderdome during the return of Sammy Zane. Because I, like, flipped out. And he returned on Jeff. Which is fantastic. I, I lost my mind. Like, WWE's been very good to me this week. <laughs> I like how he's ignoring the fact of why he wasn't there for five months. Coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. I know, but they're not saying that on TV. He didn't say it at all. They should. I mean... But I love how he's going with the Great Liberator and, like, his whole all of his Tron colors and stuff are very, like, Che Guevara revolutionary. It's fantastic. I'm interested to see what he does. He's not going to be with Seamus. I'm uh, not Seamus, sorry. He's not going to be with Cesaro and Shinsuke anymore because they kicked him out of a champion's club. Thank God. I was I was not into that that much. No, neither was I. It's fine. I'm interested to see what they do uh, with that. And uh, before we move on to All Out, uh, Randy got a title shot again. Yeah. 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 Eh. The setup was fine. And by the way, I'm am I the only one that didn't know Ray had a daughter? Because I had no clue. I had CM no Punk clue. CM Punk happy birthday to her on SmackDown. I wasn't I wasn't around during that CM Punk time. Oh. Well it's ten years ago. CM Punk saying happy birthday to her. That's Well, the she's now nineteen apparently. That's the only reason I know she exists. <laughs> yeah, someone else mentioned that to me. I was like I was like Ray had a daughter? Like this is like the Mysterio family is about to become a reality TV show. I'm shocked they haven't done that. I mean, Hogan knows best was successful for a time. Oh, please. Please, dear God, never. Um, <laughs> Miz and Mrs. Best one ever. It's classic. It's coming back Next in November. Next to Chrissy knows best. Oh, I saw the plug for Miz and Mrs. Thank I, God. I thought it was funny. He was like, we're moving again. What the hell is wrong with us? Ah, <laughs> uh, I love Miz. Well, have you ever watched Miz and Mrs.? Hell no. It's so good. You should. You should. You like the Miz is your spirit animal and you just don't know it yet. Yeah, I just don't like that reality TV style. I just don't care for it. But it's the Miz and it's funny. I know. It's actually Marjo steals the show. Oh my god. <laughs> Maurice's French Canadian mom who can speaks okay English. Uh so good. All right, let's let's put the script real quick from WWE. We're going to get back to that when we talk about NXT uh, after the break. Uh, but we do have some stuff to talk about in regards to All Out. But before we get to some All Out, let's talk about 
uh, some crazy stuff that we have going on on our Patreon. Uh, Will's got Wrestle Wars. Uh, I actually just did a, a special Secret Files show with Zachary Zika about AEW and their women's division or lack thereof. Uh, on Patreon. So for $5 a month, you get access to all of that stuff, including exclusive chats, uh, discounts on our merchandise, um, and uh, whenever Kate Murphy and I bring back Love and War, because that's going to happen. Coming soon. Well. Yeah, I have, I, have, near you. I have a little note on Wrestle Wars. Um, so I finished watching all of September, uh, but when I was going to watch the last week of ECW, I went to find- September what year? 96. I went to I went to okay. look I went to look for my notes and I realized I deleted my notes on accident because like <laughs> through through Google Drive like I use it for work and I get when it gets full yeah. I just delete everything and make sure I don't delete anything important and apparently oh, yeah. those notes weren't important so good job I'm not rewatching it it's not happening I'm just gonna go straight <laughs> from memory just one episode special. I'm, for my fuck up, I might release that one for free for everyone else too, so you can kind of get an idea of what Wrestle Wars is. All so, right, that that works for us. So if you want to check that September out, September we'll, was actually a really we'll good go month. Off the uh, September was a really good month for Wrestle Wars too. It's the last we see of Surface Sting. Okay, yeah. So you, you want to see have, we'll you go also off the have script. the famous uh, Mankind versus Shawn Michaels match at Mind Games. Ooh. Yeah. So okay. there was good things happening in wrestling in September. And I deleted my notes, so apologies. <laughs> but you're welcome at the yeah, same it'll time. Work out. Yeah, go to patreon.com backslash WrestleAttic Radio. Uh, sign up for $5 a month because the more people that come to our Patreon, the more stuff that we can do for you guys. Um, so let's move on from, from Patreon and all of that talk to, uh, to AEW. It's pretty early for us talking about AEW, but they do have the biggest show of the weekend coming up, and that is all out featuring. The PWI's number one wrestler in the world, John Moxley. Does anyone N- know how that happened? Because I don't get it. I don't know either. And I am... <sighs> John Moxley is fine as a wrestler. I'll give him top 50, easy. I'd give Hell, him top I might 10. Even give him top tw- I'll give him top 25, top 15, I can argue for top 10. Number one, you're telling me there wasn't wasn't anybody else in wrestling that had a better year than John Moxley. Nobody? Dude, I would even say Seth Rollins had a better year. Seth Rollins is number eight. Which is wild. Can I read the top 10? Read the top 10 for us. All right. The top 10 out of the top 500. We have John Moxley at number one. Number two is Adam Cole. Number three is Chris Jericho. Number four is Drew McIntyre. Number five is Tetsuya Naito. Number Mm -hmm. six is Kazuchika Okada. Number seven is Cody Rhodes. Number eight (laughs) is Seth Rollins. Number nine is Kofi Kingston. And number 10 is AJ Styles. Ricky's twin is the honorable mention at number 11. And this is for 2020 or 2019? This is this year's. This year's. So from last year, like last year was... uh, Who was last year? Was last year Seth? Last year was Seth. Last year was Seth. Last year was Seth. So Roman has to win next year. Roman's already got it before. Yeah, Roman might have been before Seth. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I would um, put half but, of those. I would put half, of, at least half of that top five 
Okay, so I have why they picked these people. The evaluation period for this year's PWI 500 is July 1st, 2019 to June 30th, 2020. The criteria for rankings are as follows. Win-loss record. Technical ability. Oh my god, really? Win-loss record. Technical ability. (laughs) Influence on the sport. There's more. None of these are John Moxley. Success against the highest grade of competition. None of these are John Moxley. against the most diverse competition and activity. None of that is John Moxley. I guess the I think the only argument they can make for that is because he's competing in Japan and AEW. When's the last time you competed in Japan and AEW? When's the last time? A while ago. Okay, say like February. He is he is holding he is holding hostage another U.S. title. Again. Okay. Again. Oh my god. The same that's thing so happened true. in WWE. He held the U.S. title, never defended it. Same thing's happening in New Japan. This is history repeating itself. It didn't work the first time. It's not working now. I that diversity thing is bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Adam Cole is better than Mox right now. Chris Jericho is the most over person in AEW, and he's not even champion anymore. Yeah, dude. Adam Cole's number zero in the top five hundred. That's how good he is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Do you remember that run leading up to Survivor Series and after? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. It's like Pat McAfee decided who the top 500 was. <laughs> and just the slight Adam Coley made him number two. Right? Because, oh, you win last record, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Win-loss record? Oh, my God. that's That sounds such like a, 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 like a rigged AEW thing. And oh, I'm I hate to say at that. 2019. Where was he last year? I'm also interested in that too. And while you look that up, well, it's really funny because they actually did a comparison. So the cover of John Moxley being number one is the same mirror image cover that they used from when they made Stone Cold Steve Austin number one. He was wow. number 20 last year. It's like, it's like they he know went from 20 to. It's like they know he's a ripoff. He went from 20 to one. Uh huh. No way. Yeah. No way did he have that great. No. I, no, no, I no, I don't care. I, I, I believe you. I'm saying there's no way he had that much of a difference in a year for him to jump from 20 to number one. Yeah, absolutely I can, not. I can't say how much I agree. Even with you. AJ dropped a lot too. AJ was number three last year, and then he dropped to number ten. I, that's, that's fine. fine. I'm just, I believe that. Yeah. yeah, I'm fine with that. Kofi got really high. I'm surprised by that. I am I think too. You can argue I'm very that Kofi surprised he was 10. in the top ten. But think about it. He won the title in April of last year, and then their evaluation period is from June. July, yeah. He was still the champion up until they debuted Kofi, on uh, Kofi was Fox. number four last year. That makes sense that he would drop. Drew, where was Drew uh, this year? Drew was, what, four? Drew was number four this year. And then last year, Drew was... Number 36. That makes sense, because they pushed mm-hmm. Drew to the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just ah, oh, I just, I can't agree with it. Bad at bad, all. Bad, very bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean AEW did play it up and gave and have this whole ceremony of him, but it's it's one of those things when I can't take it seriously as you being one credible when you're not the biggest person on your show, and you're a champion, which is looks bad in the long run, and when somebody who's an upper mid-carder, maybe a mid-carder not really in the main event scene, leading into All Out, destroyed your gimmick in one promo, and I'm talking about MJF, because that should be the new champion. Get the belt off Moxley. They're yeah. not going to because he's PWI's number one. 
I mean, you can you can say what you want about Drew's title reign, um, in the way he's been presented, in the way he's been booked, but he is a great champion. Yeah, mm-hmm. he carries himself like a champion. He looks like a champion. He acts like a champion. He gets the time that's deserved of a champion. He gets the placement of a champion. And I can't say many of those same things for Moxley. He looks like a champion. He doesn't have the TV time as a champion. He doesn't have the matches no. as a champion. He's not booked like a champion. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. I'd put Naito on above him. And I know you don't watch New Japan, Will. Nope. Um, or anything, but Naito's the first ever double champion. Like, he won the IWGP and the, um, and the Intercontinental title for New Japan. Wow. Put Naito, and Naito's well-deserved, too. I'm surprised Okada's still there, but he's Okada, so he's going to be top 10 for a while. Smoxy at number one? I just, no, not about Mm -hmm. it. Not about it. I don't see it. All right. Yeah, I, I, I just don't see it. It is what it is. And this is like, it's not just one person. It's multiple people. So a lot of people said, yeah, this is okay. Which concerns me. Yeah, that's why that's when you told me that number one is number one. I was like, did Meltzer write it? Because that would totally make sense. But he said, no, it's PWI. It's like a bunch of people. It's a team of quote-unquote writers. Christ. It's like the guy who didn't vote Jeter in for the Hall of Fame had a lot of influence on this one, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I remember that. Did we ever find out who that guy was? No, he's still in hiding. He's with uh, Steve Bartman. Poor Steve Bartman. Oh, poor Steve. God. Why listen to the radio when the game's right in front of you? I, a lot me. of people actually do that. I, I All right. Whatever. Works, yeah, it's it's whatever weird. Works. Don't get me wrong. But it's not crazy uncommon. True. Okay. Let's get into All Out. It's happening on Saturday on Bleach Report Live on a show that I'm probably not going to buy because I've spent enough money this week as it is. No, I'm not buying I, how it. How much is it, KT? No? I'm not buying it. Um, it is 50 through Bleacher Report, or 60 normally. Yeah, I'm not, at I'm least, not head over heels for the product. That's at least why. with Bleacher Report, you own it for life. True. Like the NWO. But, yeah, but you get the, but then you get the own Mimosa Mayhem for life. You have to watch that over and over again. Ugh. I mean, I can Maybe find I'll it online. It. I can find stream of it online on Sunday or Monday. So, no thank you. Thank you, internet. Love you. Yes. All right. So, Kate Murphy, who do we have on the card? All right. We have a 21-man casino battle royal for an AEW championship opportunity. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's in it. Do you know who's in it? Um, no. All it doesn't of team, say. All of Team Taz. Um, <laughs> all of Eddie all Kingston. All of the Dark Order. All of Eddie Kingston and his crew. Um, that's all I know. All right. And MJF, I'm sure. No, no MJF has match. Uh, Moxley. I know. Um, we have the winning teams of Private Party and SoCal Uncensored versus Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks on the September episode. Who, whoever wins on Dynamite tonight has a tag match. Against each other? I, who, uh, I guess Private Party and SoCal Uncensored versus Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks. So and the I, winners get what? I don't know. I'm reading what it says on CBS. That's 
we I mean the the elite and the young bucks and all of that shit is all imploding right now because Hangman Page is finally is finally leaving them. Thank and God. Kenny. Um, and Kenny. Is Kenny leaving too? Yeah, Kenny's turning heel as well. Um I think <gasps> Kenny and I mean, Kenny Hangman did, have, Kenny did show up on Thunderdome, so I think Kenny and Hangman are both gonna turn on the Bucks. And it's gonna be we're gonna, we're gonna see the, the the cleaner. That's what he, that's what Kenny Omega was. Yeah, he was the cleaner. That's when he got his huge run. Like this, this, the street sweeper, whatever the fuck he was. <laughs> street sweeper. <laughs> the street guy. Is it the cleaner, the sweeper? I don't know. The Santa Maria, the Pinta. <laughs> whatever the fuck he was. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I just private party. I guess in SCU, because private party needs to do something. Yeah, I they feel need like a new gimmick, stagnant. man. I like their gimmick, but they no, they're street profits. Fuck them. The street par- they're the street profits of the club, and the street profits already have the best entrance in all of wrestling. Yeah, yeah like what's private? The private party. There are two black guys that like to party. What? That's taken. <laughs> it's taken. <laughs> it's like I've seen it from Forrest Gump. Seats taken. Yeah. <laughs> um. I just feel What's like next? if you're a tag team in AEW that's not like the Young Bucks, you're kind of in like a shitty situation. Because tag team appreciation night failed. Yeah, which is upsetting. It shouldn't have, but it did. I mean, it is what it is. What's the next match? The next match we have is Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in a broken rules match. Now, I haven't watched Dynamite in like two weeks, so I don't know what that means. Wait, what is it? One more time? Sammy it's a Guevara. broken... And Matt Hardy in a oh, it's, broken it's, rules match. So I'm assuming bro- it's, it's the broken bro- gimmick. It's broken Matt Hardy, yeah. Um, yeah. They, they, had a, they had a tables match last week. The the Sammy Guevara-Matt Hardy feud isn't a bad feud, actually. Like, Sammy Guevara really busted open Matt Hardy really bad a few weeks ago. Um, I saw that. He he really cut him deep. Yeah, that was that was no bueno. Um, so they have a pretty good feud. Um, and you know, before Sammy had a suspension, um, him and Matt Hardy were feuding, so I was kind of picking up where I left off, which is fine. I like it. It's not a bad place for Sammy to be in. Matt Hardy's doing something, you know. They call him Matthew yeah. Hardy now. The guy continues to evolve. That's weird. You want to talk, talk about evolution? Um, <laughs> it's a mystery. A, not a mystery for Matt Hardy. Yeah, I'll give it to Sammy. Sammy will win. He'll retire the broken universe. And Matt Hardy will be Matthew Hardy forever. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Next match. Uh, we have the Dark Order versus Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares. Ooh. Oh, my fucking God. Dude, AEW um, just loves... Dude, one thing about the AEW, they have so many tag matches every single show. I mean... It's like Teddy Longbook. So though. many. Like, too many. Like, too many. Yeah. Uh, I, any team that the Rhodes are on are going to win because the Dark Order are just punching bags, minus Brody Lee. Yeah, yeah, they're called 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 in Evil Uno. Yeah. So they don't yeah, even have so names. It, it's Cody and his friends versus the Dark Order, and I'm going to go with Cody and his friends. I don't want them to win, but they're going to win. Of course they are. <laughs> What's the next one? All right, we have the AEW Women's Championship, Hikaru Shida versus Thunder Rosa. Who is still the NWA Women's Champion, correct? I think so. That's an interesting match. 
And I would say, like, here's the thing. Is AEW willing to put NWA over? No. I don't think so either. I think Thunder Rose will have a great showing. NWA Power was a really good wrestling series on YouTube at... They got really popular off of it, and a lot of people are on it. Like Eddie Kingston was NWA Power, um, and who else? Oh, uh, Damian Sandow was doing NWA Power for a little bit as well. A bunch of other people uh, were doing it, and it was getting it was getting traction. And it's still NWA. Like you still have you know twelve pounds of gold or whatever it's called as as a belt, and you still have that NWA Women's Champion. So it's interesting that they're doing this. But I think that's I think Sheeta's gonna go over. I would be I would be really surprised if Thunder Rosa becomes a double champion in two different pretty prominent name um companies. Yeah, I agree. Uh went the AEW women are skip for me, so I don't care. It's the belts the belt ruins it for me. The lack of talent ruins it for me. That that as well. That as well. Okay, what's the next one? Um, next, we have the AEW Tag Team Championship, Kenny Omega and Adam Page versus FTR. FTR's winning, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm very interested to see how this one plays out. Um, it depends if the Bucks get involved. Fair. I'm going to say if the Bucks come down the ramp, FTR. If they don't, Kenny and a hangman. Okay. I think I, Kenny yeah. and I think Kenny and Paige are gonna drop and break up. No, they're gonna feud with the Bucks. You think? They're gonna feud with the yeah, Bucks I, as a placeholder to get a full crowd to have um FTR and Young FTR Bucks. FTR and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. True. That's why I think it's gonna be a little bit of misdirection. FTR might win and go off on their own and do a whole bunch of other stuff, and then when they're able to get a bigger crowd, they'll do FTR in the Bucks. Yeah, they're going to stall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is big, great. Big it's, it's, a, it's a great version of stalling. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what else? What else we got, Kate? All right, my personal favorite, Chris Jericho versus Cassidy in a Mimosa Mayhem match. I don't care. I don't want to watch this, but I know I'm going to have to so I can, like, obviously, like, talk about how we can dunk on it. I was just not about it. I hope you love it and you're wrong and you eat your words next week. This is going to be delightful. I I want I know they're going to say it's like a giant tub of mimosa. I want like the ring, like a giant rectangular ring square <laughs> all like all of ringside is just a giant thing of mimosa so if they go over to top rope they just land in mimosa if that's the match i'm fucking on board anything less this match can go fuck itself <laughs> you know what i really want um for this match to matter in the long run uh but besides that i if if they if they promised me that they were in like a giant tub of mimosa and they had to wrestle in a mimosa like i want to be like they need to be at least chest deep in the most like it needs to go up to like their chest in the most and they have to battle each other and if they don't if you don't get a clear-cut winner after like 30 minutes then they turn on like a secret a secret motor that's actually a blender and they get blended into the mimosa at the end <laughs> that's what i want make this interesting make what this must see like 
Global Guts Legends of the Hidden Temple Saw Nightmare did you just invent? It's called Celebrity Deathmatch. I miss that show. Oh, beautiful show. Beautiful show. Claymation at its finest. <laughs> That's all I'm saying about that. But yeah, I just, oh God, I, I can't. It's hard for me to review this <coughs> seriously. So I'm not going to. So what's the next match? Fine. The next match is the main event. John Maxley, PWI's oh. number one wrestler. Versus... They're going to say that till we can't get enough of it. Versus MJF for the AEW championship. Wait, why isn't the TNT title being defended? Oh, well. I don't want to see that title anymore. I'm perfectly <laughs> fine with that. God, just go back and do that title again, please. Don't call it TNT. Um, it's a shame because MJF's not winning because John Moxley became the PWI number one. And they're going to keep this on Moxley. And it's a shame to the progress of MJF. MJF doesn't need the belt because his character is so gosh darn strong. But he deserves But MJF the belt. needs this belt. Yeah. And I just don't think with the rankings coming out when they did that they're going to give the, they're going to put the belt on MJF I which do i think want is a misstep where he ended up he is he was 22 this year that's fine i could have argued for him in the top 20 but it doesn't have enough ring time yeah that that's my feel i want MJF to win but i don't think he's going to well what are your thoughts on this i don't know um, I would love to see MJ with the belt. I agree. I don't think he needs it. Um, but I agree. It's going to go to Moxley. Yeah. If they were really smart, I, I mean, it would be very interesting for him to pull this swerve, and I don't think they're going to do it. I would love for, because it just, it, it helps out everybody in the long run. MJF beats Moxley, and MJF runs around saying, I beat the number one wrestler in the world. Oh, yeah, that would, that's do, that would whole, do so much for him. That's his whole stick, and it gives John Moxley something to fight for again, to prove that he's the number one wrestler in the world. And guess what? It gives him motivation to get the title back. Which and that's is, what you really like about John Moxley. Because he's best doing that. Yes. He's such and a it works better for everybody. champion, my God. Oh, my God, yes. He's so boring. So, so boring. But it would work out. You get... Moxie versus MJF two. Sometime down the road or whatever their next one is, and MJF still beats him as the champion. So you keep having Moxley chase. MJF is plays a great heel champion. Works out for everybody in the long run. And guess what? Somebody that was a relative unknown, you just built up as your top guy in AEW. You're welcome. Stop putting WWE guys over. You're better than that. I don't think so, but I'll I'm gonna say you are. Give give you guys hope. And that's it, right, Kate? Yeah, that's it. Okay, so, I mean, what are we going to crown this? I, I have, judging by the match card, I'm only interested in a couple of matches. Um, And I know we're going to try to do everything that came with All Out, but I think this pay-per-view suffers from too many people in Matt. Like, the multi-man stuff, I think is, I mean, the Casino Battle Royal is fine. Like, I get that they do, but that's their stick. 
but like that eight the 21 or the eight person or whatever we had to do with the dark order and cody and friends not necessary i'm gonna i expect like a seven for this one what do you got kate i would also give it a seven I'm going to go seven and, a half, seven and a half. I like AEW. And they're always surprising. They already do something fun. I like watching their program. Um, it keeps me entertained. It has its flaws. Don't get me wrong. There's a, a handful of them. But I can look past <laughs> those. So seven and a half. Yeah. Seven and a half. So we'll see what happens. We'll talk about it next week uh, during, a, during a quacktacular uh, new episode next week. But before we talk about any of that stuff, let's take a quick commercial break. And when we come back... We are going to be talking about Super Tuesday, uh, NXT's creating their Mount Rushmore. Uh, we lost one of the best announcers in wrestling history. And uh, there's a new word in the English language, if you smell what The Rock is cooking. We'll be right back. Hey, 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 peeps. This is Mr. Fretz from the Game Changer Podcast. You are listening to WrestleAddict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. Hi. Welcome to the Wrestle Addict Radio Shop. I am Mr. Fretz from the Game Changer Podcast. Please pick up a mask on your way inside. And go to teespring.com, search for Wrestle Addict Radio, and you will find t-shirts, mugs, hoodies, and even face masks that represent all of us at Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast and common wrestling merch store. Buy our merch. Buy it. Hey, peeps, this is Mr. Fretz from the Game Changer Podcast. Bow down and kiss the feet of royalty because you are listening to the Kings of the Rings podcast right here on WrestleLotic Radio, The Cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Kings of the Rings Podcast, exclusively here on Wrestle Addict Radio. I am, of course, your host, King Ricky Rose, alongside Willie T and the HBIC themselves, the Kate Murphy. And it's now time to talk about NXT moving over to Tuesday and getting very, very super. Thanks for asking. Super Tuesday happened. They had the first ever... Fatal four-way, 60-minute Ironman match, say that 10 times fast, featuring four former champions because Karrion Cross separated his shoulder and you're never going to see him in NXT again, probably. So you had Adam Cole, Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, and Tommaso Ciampa in an amazing match that went to a tie. And ironically, well, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched it yet. It is on my to-do list. Um, but I don't like that it ended in a tie. I, I, I get it. It was 2-2-1-1. Two, two, one, one. Um, it'll let it go another week. It's good for ratings. I'm sure the ratings were crazy this week. Um, so I get it. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I get it. Um. But I'll watch the match. I'm but, sure it's going to be amazing. You know what it is? It was how they got to the tie. It was literally like down to the wire. Yeah, as all Iron Man matches are. As mm-hmm. as a WWE fan with anxiety, how dare you? <laughs> 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 like, 
I am shooketh. I am upset. I am outraged. I had to smoke a lot to calm down. I, I had to meditate for like an hour after NXT last night. You had the greatest video in the history of Twitter, I think. I did. I really, really did. I was... I had a face full of hope, full of joy. G- the gloom of the pandemic was going away, and then Adam Cole got the other fall, and then my world ended. I loved the symbolism in that match. Um, you had a mini Bullet Club reunion. You had a mini DIY moment. And you had some crazy matchups that you hadn't seen before. Like Ciampa and Finn. Never saw that before. That whole match was just so fresh and so just necessary. Yeah. And apart from that bullshit angering ending, I loved it. I it's because they they got they got um they got moved to Tuesday for next week too. Why did I why did NXT get preempted? What for? I got AEW for the playoffs. I think it's NHL playoffs. Oh, okay. On USA? Yes. Wait, a Canadian, a I Canadian, didn't know USA did a that. A Canadian sport on the USA network. Love it. Well, majority American, but mostly majority American cities, but majority Canadian and overseas, uh, over overseas uh, talent. Yes. But yeah, well, I mean, the NHL playoffs are great. The Islanders are about to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Good for them. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I... Playoff, it's play, it's playoff hockey and playoff basketball in September. You don't get that. Yeah, it doesn't that doesn't often, happen ever. It's not supposed to happen. So it, it would make sense that they got moved. And the NHL's NHL visually is doing a bang up job, and I they're going to be moved to next Tuesday. They're going to get right now. It's it's, uh, it's Cole, and Balor, in, in uh in a straight, uh one on one match, which I found interesting because if you. Ever look back at NXT, and whenever there's something that really pisses Regal off, he's like, "You two will face one on one in a match next week." Four games, <laughs> and then, and then he'll like, and then he'll just like drop a hammer on something like really epic, and it was nothing. He was like, "One on one match next week," and I was like, "And <laughs> he gets panicked." And I was like, "What's next, Regal?" And I was like, "It's a straight one-on-one match. Like that's it. Like I like I'll watch. Like I'm I'll watch." But there's not I anything else. I thought it was a sudden death match. It's because it's one fall. So yes, it is sudden death. So like all matches are sudden death. Yeah, right. Do or die. But they're like, no, I are there nor I get that I guess, but they're like promoting it like that. Because it's a continuation of the match before, so there. I think what he what he meant to say is like, there's no time limit. Whoever gets the first fall, so expect us to go sixty minutes again. We're having a rain delay match. <laughs> like I thought he was gonna be like, you know, one on one in a ladder match would have worked. One on one in like a um. An extreme rules match that would have worked one on one in the fight pit that would have been absolutely insane. Um, but just no, just one on one, like a, it's a regular match, and it took me by so so, so much surprise. But it, it's what we got. I mean, overall, that NXT app, besides that, that fatal four way is one of the best matches of the year, regardless of if it was a tie or not. Uh, but that whole NXT card that on uh, on Tuesday 
was really good. The street fight out of no, the six person street fight was great. Oh, is that um? Uh, Cand- uh Swerve and Fandango. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Swerve, Swerve versus Legato Swerve. del Fantasma. Swerve is silky smooth. It's beautiful. I love. Swerve. I really enjoyed that match too. He and I actually for I didn't know this, but somebody referenced it. He was in Lucha Underground. He was kill shot. Yes, I did know that actually. I feel yeah, like I knew was that kill, too. He was kill shot in Lucha Underground. Swerve is good. Uh Candace LeRae. <laughs> Holy crap. I love evil Candace. I'm which actually, I thought was fantastic. I'm out of this week made me interested in what they're doing, finally. Yeah, she's gonna kill Tegan, which is gonna be fine. Yeah. She's definitely going to kill Tegan. Uh, which is going to be a good thing. And, like, everything else that happened was good. Bronson Reed is a star in the making now. And you get Reed versus Austin Theory, who's trying to find his forever home in wrestling. Yeah. Like, this man literally went from a WrestleMania match, like, from one faction to a WrestleMania match to another faction... To back to NXT. Yeah, he needs to be in NXT. I yeah, I, I think so too. Like NXT mm-hmm. needs him more than it than he needs it. Um, which isn't a bad problem to have yeah. for Austin Theory. Um Absolutely but not. He, needs, he has plenty of time to go up. Yeah, and he needs to develop a little bit more. He needs to get more familiar with the crowd before Vince ruins him. Um They need him. I think they did a lot of restraints on him because if you notice he didn't really speak. Especially because he had Zelina as a mouthpiece and then Seth as a mouthpiece. Yeah. Uh, as well. But that's one of his best attributes. Like, do you, me- you remember his promos during Evolve? Oh, yeah. The kid can talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was, he, he had, he had that crowd on the palm of his hands. Like, he was hated. Hated. It was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. One thing Austin Theory is an, is a jabroni, which is now a word in the English language. And I love it. Man, The Rock has two words in the English dictionary. Can we just let that... Yeah, Smackdown, right? Smackdown. Can we let that sit in for a second? Mm-hmm. Can we just let that marinate? Like, the fuck? What do I have to do to get progress <laughs> in the dictionary? <laughs> <laughs> he has... The Rock has... The Rock is the highest paid actor in Hollywood for like four years running, number one. He now is part owner of the XFL because his ex-wife is the full-time owner, I think, uh, Danny Garcia. And now he has two words in a dictionary. Oh, Dwayne, is there anything you That's can't just... do? Seriously. Dude, he's going he's like, to win an Oscar. It's, it's amazing. He can't win an Oscar. He can win an Oscar. With what 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 movie would would be Oscar worthy? I don't know. I'll give it a few years. The Scorpion. I mean, he can win an. I'm not saying he's going to. I'm saying he can. Okay, I'll give you that. I would love it I'll if he did. To be honest, God, I would I would nut <laughs> so hard if The Rock won an Oscar. I think we would all mark out really hard if The Rock won the Oscar. No, I, would, no, I wouldn't. If the Rock I wouldn't is... mark out, Kate. I would nut. I have an Big idea. Big difference. Okay. <laughs> well, I can't do that. I would mark out since I can't nut, but I think the year the, Os- the the Rock is nominated for an Oscar, we should have an Oscar party where we get really dressed up, we watch the Oscars together, and we live record the Oscar winning. I I don't want to get dressed up to watch an award show, but it would be fun. No, that's like I'm like no. 
not about that. The fuck? I'll no. watch it. We Don't get me wrong. Like, I'll could, watch it. But we could have a whole fun Oscars party. With, like, snacks. I'm also just not into watching the Oscars. Like, I'm into the snacks. Like, I'm down for snacks. The Oscars is the only reward, <laughs> award show I actually watch. I don't watch the rest of them. I'd rather watch the VMAs. Ew. This is the first... I have to watch the VMAs still. I usually watch the VMAs, even though I don't fuck with MTV at all anymore. It's just, like, a part of my life that I can't yeah. quite let go of, but I don't know why. I will say that they did a very creative job with the VMAs this year. I heard Gaga was an icon, and I can't wait to watch her. When is she not an icon? Seriously. True. I love her. Yeah. So, um, but speaking of not being a jabroni, as Austin Theory is not, his former semi-employer, Evolve, as we all know, got uh, bought out by WWE, and they have their whole library that they're releasing little by little, which I'm very excited. I have to spend like a day watching all of the, what they have on the Evolve library, mainly because I want to see if Will and I actually made it. Yeah, Maybe. From that one time with, uh, what was it, Joey Styles? Yeah, if we're lucky, because he's doing commentary. We're, like, right in front of him. Yeah, and we were just talking shit with him. And it was great. really sweaty. Um, yeah. And uh, so with that, they also apparently rumored, and it's been confirmed, that they did sign a lot of Evolve talent. So, well, I don't think you know this, but I've heard some stuff. So Brandy, Brandy Lauren, a.k.a. one of her girls in Damien Priest's Celebration, uh, so, um... Hot Tub got signed. Brandon okay. Lauren's also been featured in the underground. Joe Gacy, formerly of The Unwanted. Okay, I like Joe Gacy. Apparently got signed. Uh, Kurt Stallion. Oh, thank God. There is, there is, there is a, a God. Form- <laughs> former former uh, special superstar um, guest of KOTR, Anthony Green, is rumored to be signed. All right, new gimmick. I see it coming. Fanny packs all day. And probably Fuck the yeah. biggest one, because I do not think they signed J.D. Drake, because J.D. Drake did get, has been advertised for another indie promotion, which I'm very upset about. However, another former guest host, another former guest superstar from Evolve. Oh, here that we, we go. The show, Let's go. Josh Briggs. Thank hey! the Lord. Good for him. Finally. Yes. I don't care what they give Josh Briggs as a gimmick. Number one, I want him to be safe because that injury when he dislocated his hip, essentially, was very scary. Yeah. Um, And I just want him to say, I don't like you. Like, scream that every time. That's all I want. So, congratulations to Josh Briggs, Anthony Green, Brandy Lauren, Joe Gacy, Kurt Stallion, and whoever else they signed from Evolve that I might have missed. If it's J.D. Drake, Will's going to be the happiest man in the world. Nah, I'm already happy. They signed a stallion, man. (laughs) Ironically, I see Kurt Stallion with the career arc of Heath Slater. I don't know why. Uh, Maybe he'll have the new streak. I 100% agree. He's the new Heath Slater. (laughs) Dude, they're just going to call him Heath Slater and just dye his hair red. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna come out with the same theme I'm just one man it says Leon Ruff was signed too Leon Ruff was signed way before yeah them. Kate old news god damn it it's coming up <laughs> in the list who Listen. else is on this list then Kate Leon Ruff, Anthony Green, Brandy Lauren, Josh Briggs Kurt Stallion and Joe Gacy okay 
I believe Adrian Alanis was also signed. Pretty much all the members of Muskoka except AR Fox. Yeah, dude, that's 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 illegal. <sighs> yeah. Although I will say AR Fox will go to AEW because it fits more of his style to begin with. Can but I want to see AR Fox in the WWE ring. Yeah, you have to. Right? I think. Like, I know WWE, you can't smoke pot, but, like, can you in AEW? I don't know. Matt Riddle's getting away with it. I feel like Matt Riddle's different. I guess? Also, I, I just noticed Matt Riddle's mushroom tattoo on Friday. I had never noticed that before. Kate, that's been there for years. I've never noticed it. You didn't know he had a psychedelic shroom on his on his ribs? No. Surprise! Never noticed it. Yeah. So, I do wonder if the Evolve merchandise is still on sale because they were having, like, you know, going out of business stuff. Because uh, I, I always I always told myself, you know what, I'm going to buy some Evolve merch. I like the brand, and now they went out of business. And I really hope they still have that stuff. Maybe it'll show up on the shop. Speaking of I'm things showing up, up on you. the shop, please do. While you're looking that up, I do want to tell you, tell you guys about um, our Teespring store, which we kind of revamped things on Teespring. So, we do have the Rest Lighting Radio uh, teespring store which is teespring.com backslash stores backslash wrestle dash addict dash radio for all your wrestle addict radio merchandise but the kings of the rings podcast uh we have our own official store a separate store from wrestle addict radio where you can get all of our merch including uh our kings of the rings merchandise uh willie t's merchandise hbic kate murphy's merchandise i have my own store king ricky rose uh, as an own official merchandise store so we're gonna have to put those links in the description of this show so you can click on them and buy some merch from us uh, we're some neck gaiters that we put out. We do have face masks. We have neck gaiters too. Uh, for those of you guys who like don't like the stuff on your ears. Uh, so purchase that. Wear your mask. Hopefully this pandemic can go over because I have fantasy football to draft and I don't need that season being canceled. There's a lot of money on the line with that. Oh yeah, always. Absolutely. Uh, but let's move on to some other news and notes before we start heading out of here. Uh, NXT UK is returning in like two, three weeks, Kate? I, uh-huh. Uh, the... 18th? 17th? I think it's the 17th. It's like 17th or 18th of September. And they have a brand new great facility in London from their partners at BTS Sports. Will, have you seen this? I have not. Triple H tweeted about it. It's amazing. It looks like kind of like a... (laughs) It reminds you of some sort of like random video game menu screen. But it okay. kind of works out. Not at all what I expected, but okay. It, it's interesting. I like it. I It's already set up. Their partners at BTS Sports did a great job. So it's going to be... It's in London. Um, And so that's where they're going to be filming from for the for foreseeable future. They have a residency in London for NXT UK. Uh, so I'm interested to see what happens with that. Um, And who... Also, who in NXT UK is going to be back? That's a good question. That a lot of that roster disappeared. Yeah. Who's not a sex a offender? A lot of that roster. What's up? Who's not a sex offender? Yeah. Yeah. Or who they bring over? Because I know Imperium's going back over, obviously, because they dropped the tag titles. Mm-hmm. So, and I wouldn't be surprised if Finn goes over there, who, by the way, is developing a really nice arm sleeve. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, very, very interesting. 
Uh, but we do have some sad news. I don't want to end on sad news, but I do. We do need to talk about this. Um, what some people would say the best announcer in the history of NXT and maybe the best announcer in all of sports, arguably, Mar Ranallo got officially released. Uh, from WWE that came out a couple of hours before NXT Super Tuesday. Uh, it seems like they ended things amicably, uh, and was agreed upon for him to prevent the part ways. He he got the we wish him the best in his future endeavor, so it wasn't like they gave him the Enzo treatment. Um, so that's a good sign. But let's talk about some of our favorite Morrow moments. Kate Murphy. Um, literally every Mamma Mia. <laughs> As a huge ABBA fan, I just remember the first time I heard him say Mamma Mia, I was just like, like a light went off and I was very excited and like very attached to him. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, his advocacy for mental health, I always really respected too. Bipolar rock and roll. Yeah, I heard he wants to like really go pursue that now. Which is good for him. I didn't yeah, see the I documentary. I think Will, you watch the documentary, right? I have not. Who, Kate? Did you watch the documentary? No. Who do I help? Who do I know watch the documentary? I know it's like Dave? free on YouTube or something. It might have been Dave. Um, but I do hear it's, I hear it's really good. I, it is one of the things that I do need to watch because I do want to hear his story. Uh, I loved how Morrow was very fan friendly, not in the sense of like what he was saying on the mic, which is great. He was, he was very good with hip hop and pop culture references, which I thought were, was really awesome. But like, he was very interactive when he was on Twitter. Yes. Like he was very responsive he always like either liked something, retweeted you, or personally responded in a comment, uh, which I think made him a very endearing to a lot of people. And he just, it seemed like he had that JR like feel. Not in the fact of like JR's voice, but it was more like JR always said he never knew what was going to happen, so he reacted naturally. And I feel like Mar was the same way, except Mar was always like jumping out of his seat, which I thought was great. Yeah, my favorite Morrow moment easily is that YouTube video of Takeover New Orleans. It's just the video of like him at the desk with uh Nigel. Oh yeah. And it's just all of his top moments and the camera's just right there. He's just, I don't call! I don't call! I don't call! The North American Champion! It's just like he's just losing his shit. He's jumping out of his seat. It's just like that's that's Mauro Ronaldo. The best. Yeah. He is the king. Ah, so good. He I, made, I he miss made him matches already. so much better. I miss him already. Yeah. I like Wade, though. Um, I think Wade did very good, or is going to be very good. He He's different, but I like how he's... I like how he looks at wrestling in his color position. Yeah. What happened to I don't Nigel? know if he'll ever wrestle again. I don't know what happened to Nigel, actually. I think he went back to the UK. Uh, he probably will. He's probably helping to re restart the UK, which is also a very good move for Nigel. Because I honestly, I think the NXT announced team right now is going to be really solid. You have Vic Joseph, who's very good, uh, Wade Barrett, and you have Beth. Who's great. Yeah. They'll be fine. All, all it just very isn't the solid. same. It it won't be the same without Mar. And one of these days, I want to see Maro come back and do do a solid run. But that's you know that's to be determined, for now. 
I want Mario to call WrestleMania. Oh. That's all I want. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be insane. Mm-hmm. Absolutely insane. But until we figure it out, let's wrap the show up. Uh, match of the Week, King of the Night. Will Tarashock, I'm interested to see what you pick. I am, too. Um... I'll do a triple. I'll do a triple threat: Roman, Braun, and Bray. Very fair. Yeah. Very fair. Yeah. Uh, King of Knights, Marwanello. Also, very good choice. Uh, Kate Murphy. Um, my match of the week is the Fatal Four Way sixty minute Iron Man match, despite the bullshit. And my <laughs> king, and a man, fucking man, and my King of the Night is also Morrow. Okay, I mean, I said my Marl stuff, so I'm not making him king of the night. That's not that's not a knock on Marl, to be honest with you. Uh, my match of the week is the Fatal 4-Way 60-Minute Iron Man, because that is a match of the year candidate in all of wrestling. Um, and my, my king of the night is, is Shayna Baszler. I'm never going to get over that double submission. The Bro, Muda lock, so good. The Muda lock into the, uh, into the Karafuda clutch at the same time. And she uses one of her opponents to choke out the other opponent. Amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Absolutely amazing. So, hands down, Shayna Baszler. Um, and all of that. So, is there anything else that we missed this week in wrestling? Oh, I do remember. Uh, hey, Will, Eric Young won the te- won the Impact Championship again. I saw that right before we started recording. I was like, ha! Wow. That's all I got? <laughs> Eric Young beat Eddie Edwards for the Impact Championship. So good for them. I need to. I would love to watch more Impact because I, like I said, Slammiversary really opened up my eyes, and I really like their women's division. But I, I can't find a way to fit it in. But you know, the more things change with Impact slash TNA, the more they stay the same. And Eric Young is your champion again. So congratulations. Yay. Yay. So, did I miss anything in wrestling, Kate Murphy? Did I miss something? I don't think so. I don't think so, Weaver. I think we covered everything. Yeah. So, and also, welcome back, Sami Zayn. Um, and so, with that being said, let's put let's get the show on the road uh, and cue whatever music that we want to do. Let's do Brock's music at the end, because you're never hearing that again. Not for a while, at least. <laughs> not for yeah. a while. Not at all. Ladies what and gentlemen. What if he's... Number 30 in the Rumble. <laughs> I would love to see everybody get pissed off for that. Oh, man. Oh, man. That brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> <laughs> just, that'd be beautiful. That'd be beautiful. That, that's the day That's the day that the Marks die. Brock comes back, decimates everybody, wins the Royal Rumble. Him and Roman go on a tear as, the, as, like, a, as like an unholy alliance. And then Goldberg hits. And he joins them, and they become a dangerous alliance. And Paul and Paul Heyman reforms a dangerous alliance. <laughs> I want the Marks to cry. I do too. I'm crying thinking about Marks crying. Oh yes, yeah. Right, anyway, hit cue Brock's music. All for Issa. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 211, A Dangerous Alliance. Of course, I'm your host, King Ricky Rose. Find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets. Find Kings of the Rings podcast, KOTR underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Like, share, subscribe, listen to us wherever you listen to 
any of your podcasts on that Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and everything else in between. We are a part of Wrestle Addict Radio. Follow Wrestle Addict Radio at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Please consider joining our Patreon and please buy, buy, buy some merch. We've got face masks for sale and some of those proceeds are going to be donated. Face masks, neck gaiters, hoodies, tanks, tees, anything you want, pillows, tapestries, posters, all of that good stuff. Will Tarashan. Does that include Kate's OnlyFans? Oh, yes, and maybe a subscription <laughs> to Kate's OnlyFans. That does make sense. I'm Will Tarashuk. Yes. Thomas. Blame Bella Thorne for that one. S-H-U-K. While you're checking all of everyone else's stuff, I'll make you go to ambiguouspodcast.com and check out everything we have to offer. If you're looking for your own podcast, want to help expanding your podcast, make sure you hit me up on the gram. Um, or email me, will at APS.com. This week on the Youth Mad Bro podcast, me and Nash broke a two 14-year-old kids. Wow, that was... These kids were really smart for 14 years old. I am very proud of them <laughs> having their own podcast. We talked about TikTok naturally because they're teenagers. And everything that's yep. going on in Wisconsin. So that was... Wow. Uh, Kate boy. Murphy. <laughs> I'm going to throw you up with that. Good luck. Um... I wish I had something better to, like, follow up with than that, but I don't. Um, I have homework to do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking this graphic design course right now, and I have to submit ten different images of a household object, so I have to, like, draw and shit. I'm not good at drawing, so, like, I want to die. I have watercolor paint shit coming in the mail tomorrow, so I'm going to be painting. Like, it's a renaissance up in this bitch. You can find me across all social media platforms at the Kate Murphy. Yes, yes, yes. And so next week, folks, we are going to go all in on All Out and review that. It's going to be the second week of NXT Super Tuesday, Raw Smackdown in a quacktacular, spectacular of an episode next week. Christmas comes early, folks. We'll see you next week.